All right. Hey guys, welcome to the Western Hunting Stats channel. Today we're going to be reviewing the different types of applications that a non-resident can apply for in the state of Wyoming for elk, as well as the different phases that the process goes through. Um, Wyoming separates the percentage of permits that they are provide as eligible for a non-resident to draw. And so that's what this is going to step-by-step process of how the state distributes their permits based on each phase of the draw, as well as each application type. So one of the main benefits to know, knowing this information is going to be what type of application should you apply for? Should you apply for a, a regular application or should you pay the extra cost for the special application? So for starters to kind of get into this, just wanted to like review the pricing for non-resident elk. A regular application is going to cost you $707, whereas a special application is going to cost you $1,283. So you got a sizable jump when it comes to the purchase price of a permit, depending upon what type of application that you're applying for. So why would anyone want to pay the extra increased cost of a special application? Well, the conventional wisdom is that because it's going to cost so much more, that fewer individuals are going to apply through the special app. Therefore, you're gonna have less competition drawing a permit as a result. Uh, it is also important to note that there was a change a few years back where Wyoming no longer awards a preference point on a unsuccessful draw permit. So in order to actually get a preference point as a non-resident, you have to apply for one in the off season of applications. So. July 1st to October 31st is the time frame that you can purchase a preference point uh, for the following year's draw. So let's go ahead and get into kind of the differences here uh, as how the state distributes their elk permits. So for non-residents, they are allocated up to 16% of a total permit area or hunt area. Um, the residents are going to get the other 84% and sometimes most times they're going to get a little bit more than the 84%. So of the 16%, how do they distribute the permits? So first phase, preference point phase, those individuals with the most preference points are going to draw the tags until the allocated permits for phase one are fully distributed. And of that, you're going to get 75% of all permits are going to be distributed in the first phase, preference point phase of the draw. So the majority are going to be given to the max preference point holders for those hunts. Phase two is the random draw. So this is the lottery draw. The remaining 25% of eligible permits are gonna be thrown into the random draw. And those individuals that are lucky enough to draw will draw 25%, close to 25% of the draw. So, when you're looking at how you want to draw, you kind of want to know how many preference points you have, what's the preference point requirement for that unit based on prior years. It's going to change from year to year. We all know about point creep and how that affects uh, your preference point draw, uh, but it's still a good idea to kind of know where you come in at because it's going to affect whether or not you want to choose a regular application or a special application. So the state is going to award regular applications 60% of all the allocated permits for that unit. Special is going to get the remaining 40%. So you do have a decrease in eligible permits when you apply for the special. So again, the idea is, is that there's going to be fewer applicants vying for that 40% than applicants vying for the 60% on the regular side. 
So we're going to go through several units and kind of show you how this played out in 2021 and give you an idea of like what units was it better to apply for a special? Was it worth it or was the odds pretty much the same as if you had just applied for the regular? Because again, the hunt is the same. The season dates are going to be the same. The only difference is the increased price in special, again, to help potentially improve your draw odds. So in that regular application and the special application are going to come into effect with your strategy, depending upon if you are expecting to draw with your preference points in phase one, or if you're looking at a random draw in phase two. So let's go ahead and get into unit seven from 2021. So for starters, what I want to do is I want to know how many permits were total allocated and there were 1160 total units. Residents are going to get again, up to 16%. So I have the breakdown here on the screen where non-residents actually only got 12 and 12.2% of all eligible permits. They were awarded 142. So then what we want to know is how does the state break down those 142? So in phase one preference point, again, they're going to give approximately 75% to preference point holders. So they ended up giving 102 permits, leaving 40 permits available in the phase two draw which was about 28%, so a little bit more. It's gonna, it's never gonna be perfect for the most part, but it's gonna be close. So once they issue the 102 permits allocated to the preference point holders, they're gonna take 60% of those, give them to the regular applications, and then 40% to the special applications. So as we see in unit seven, it was actually more of a 50-50 split. They gave 52 permits to the regular apps, and then they gave 50 permits to the special apps. Uh, not always going to be the case, but again, that 60-40 is kind of a general rule. Uh, it's not like a hard line, this is what's going to happen uh, from what I've seen from different units. And so we'll, we'll kind of progress through multiple uh, scenarios that occurred in 2021. Again, 60-40 split in phase two as well, based on the type of application that hunters were applying for. So what it ended up being in phase two, there was the 40 total permits available. 24 of those went to regular applications and 16 went to special applications. So when it comes to strategizing, what I wanna know is do I apply for regular, do I apply for special? So in unit seven, 2021 year, it took 11 points on a regular application to draw that permit minimum. In special application, it also took 11 permits or 11 preference points to draw that permit. So on face value right there, 11 points, regardless of application, why spend the extra money? There's no benefit there. So you got to look a little bit deeper into at the 11 point threshold, what were the percentages of applicants that actually drew permits? So what we're going to see is on a regular application, 15 of the 45 applications drew permits. So you had a 33% chance at 11 points on a regular application. However, special applications, 44 of the 45 applicants actually received or drew the permit for over 97%. So if I'm looking at this and this is a unit that I am really, really wanting to hunt, then I think that there's a pretty substantial increase in odds to draw on a special application. Is that worth the extra price tag? I don't know, that's gonna be up to you as the individual to determine how much you wanna hunt this. Uh, and also probably what other hunts you have going on and where your your financial budget for hunting is devoted to for the year. Um, 
So that's just kind of an example of when it comes to preference points, strategy, regular versus special, what I'm looking at. Now, when we get into the random draw side for the same unit, again, unit seven, I want to know what are my draw odds? How does the special application improve my draw odds? So looking at the total applications for regular and special, I'm going to then calculate how many permits are allocated for each application type, and then I'm going to determine what the draw odds. So with regular, you had 1,278 total applicants. We're going to want to remove those applicants that drew on the preference point phase because they're not going to be eligible in the random draw. So we're going to remove the 102 permits that were drawn and the remaining are going to be eligible for the random draw. So that takes us down to 1176 total applicants eligible for the 24 permits that were allocated for regular. So divide the 24 by 1176, you're going to get approximately about 2% draw odds. I like to break it down a little bit further to kind of see how many applications are available per permit. And so that's just flipping the numbers, 1176 divided by the 24. And you're going to get a per app to permit ratio. And that kind of helps break up units where the draw odds as a percentage are kind of close by. I want to, I want to see a little bit bigger gap to kind of know a little bit further and that's just kind of how my mind works when I'm picking between units. So continuing on to the special applicants for unit seven in 2021, there were only a total of 515. So we're gonna remove the 40 preference point draw, and that's gonna leave us with 475 total applications that were eligible in the random draw for special apps. Again, 16 total permits were allocated for special applications. And we're going to divide the 16 by the 475, and that's going to give us a little over 3%, 3.3% draw odds. So in this situation, again, preference points didn't make a huge difference in the amount of preference points you needed to have to draw this permit. But if you came in at the minimum required amount, then you had a much higher chance of drawing the permit with a special app. So random draw, that gap or benefit of taking a special application is a full percentage point, close to a full percentage point better on a special app, 33% there. Um, it's just gonna kind of, again, depend on your situation. Is that improved enough odds? It's significant, but is it significant enough to pay that extra cost? So the next unit that I wanted to take a look at and another example of strategy when it comes to the different types of applications that you, the two different types of applications you can apply for, we're gonna take a look at unit 11 and this is gonna be primarily a difference in preference points uh, benefit when it comes to special versus regular and if there is a benefit. So again, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the total number of permits allocated, 180. We're gonna have our non-residents are gonna be, we're awarded 25, so almost 14% not quite up to the 16, but we're getting there. Phase two ended up getting 72%. They got 18 of the 25 in the preference point phase. The random phase got seven permits eligible. So what we're gonna look here again is comparing the two different types of applications for unit 11 and whether or not there was an increased benefit of paying the extra cost for special. So the minimum preference points required to draw on a regular application for unit 11 was 12 preference points. Now there were four total applicants with 12 points and all four of them drew at 100%. So we're gonna compare that to special apps. So special application minimum preference point to draw 
was eight points. So you had a four point difference when it came to a special, which that's pretty huge. Four years larger than most differences. But I, I wanted to pick out this unit to show you that it is possible that when it comes to preference points, you can significantly increase uh, or hunt better units by electing to apply for a special application. But you're going to want to do your research to know what those units are, because a lot of the units, there might not be a benefit or there might be a one year benefit or potentially a two year benefit. Four is kind of rare, um, which is kind of why I cherry picked this just to show you the, the example, because they are out there are units out there that have this sizable increase. So continuing on at that eight preference point minimum drawn, there were 11 total apps, but only three of them drew. So it didn't guarantee you. So it wasn't a full four preference point advantage. I would say that it was a three point preference point advantage for the majority of people that applied with a special app at unit 11 in 2021. Um, some people, three, three of the 11 actually earned a four year advantage. The next example that I want to review is also comparing special and regular applications, but we're going to take a look at unit 39. And there were 189 total applications taking the percentages of permits that were awarded to non-residents. There were 24, so a little over 12% given to non-residents. We're going to split those 24 up between phase one and phase two and phase one received 17 of the 24, and then phase uh, two actually received seven permits. So that's kind of like one of those things as you're looking into the reports that the state provides is that sometimes the math doesn't always add up and you're kind of left with a permit here and there and you're just not really sure why. And again, I just wanted to point that out because it happens and it's gonna make somewhat of a difference when you're preparing your strategy, but it's not the end of the world and we can only work with what we have. So within phase one of the 17 permits, you had 10 permits were given to regular application holders. You had seven permits given special apps, a lot closer to the 60-40 split. Phase two random of the seven permits, you had four permits given to regular application holders, and then you had three permits given to special. Again, a little bit closer to the 60-40 split. So draw odds. On unit 39, regular application holders, there were 74 total permits allocated, minus the 10 preference point that were removed. So 64 remaining, and they gave out four. So you had four of the 64 applicants. That gave you a 6%, 6.2% draw odds. Now on the special application side, you had 59 applications. Seven of those were drawn in the preference point phase. So remove those for 52 remaining or the three permits that gave you 5.7% draw odds. So this is a classic case of paying that extra cost for special. Not only was it not an advantage, but it actually lowered your draw odds in a way that really makes it detrimental when it comes to your budget for hunting because you just paid extra money for worse draw odds. 5% um, compared to 6%, I mean, it's close, but at the same time, why even spend that money? I think that a lot of people who are just gun ho to go hunt, they just automatically on face value think, hey, I'm gonna apply for these draw odds with a special application to improve my chances to draw the permit. But that's not always the case. And this is a classic example where, hey, that's might not be uh, you know, the case that you're looking for. So uh, keep that in mind. And that's why it's so important to go through all the stats 
and to go through the units that you're looking at hunting uh, to see what type of application you want. Does it really, really improve your draw odds? So let's take a look at another example. We're going to take a look at unit 22 and again comparing the phase two random draw. Is it better for a regular or is it better for the special? So unit 22 only authorized 53 total permits. Seven of those went to non-residents. Of the seven, based on the percentage split, six went to phase one preference point holders, leaving only one remaining for phase two random. So of the six, they did a 3-3 split between regular and prep special in the first phase of the draw. That's fine. That actually helped the people with special because you had, an, you had more than the 40%. What we're really focusing on unit 22 and the lesson to be learned here is that when there's one permit remaining for the random draw, which is going to occur in units where they don't allocate a, a high number of total permits, what we're going to see is with one remaining, the state's going to award that to a regular applicant holder. And there were, let's see, there were a total of 85 eligible to draw that one permit. You only got 1% chance to, little over 1% chance to draw that permit. But the, the lesson here is that with only the one permit, there were zero permits awarded to special applicant holders. So you paid the extra money trying to improve your draw odds. However, there wasn't even a permit that was eligible to be drawn in phase two for special applications. So unless you were really targeting to draw this permit on preference points and did your research to say, hey, I have enough preference points, I should be able to draw this, unless there's an insane jump in with point creep, I'm gonna put in for a special to help improve my odds. But for the majority of people that are trying to draw through the random, it was, it was pointless to even put in for a special application because there wasn't an eligible permit. Um, you just basically wasted that application and wasted that year's hunt because now you're looking at just going through and trying to buy a preference point the following year and restart the system. And I think that this is a situation that I've seen when digging into the stats of all different states, especially when it comes to elk, but deer as well, is that you're going to find as a non-resident, there are permits, there are, there, are, there are hunt codes out there where they issue so few of permits total and based on the percentages uh, that the state allocates towards non-residents, you're going to find units that don't even offer a permit or a tag for elk or deer in the random phase. They're all going to be getting taken up in the preference point phase. And so people are just kind of throwing away their applications because, hey, they know somebody that's in state or residents are gung-ho about this unit. It's the best unit to hunt. It's the best hunt to hunt. Uh, and so they're doing it, they're just following the lead of other people. And this is one of the crucial lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years, really digging in to know what are my chances to draw? How can I draw? Is there even an eligibility for a non-resident to draw in the random as somebody who doesn't have a lot of preference points built up in every single state? So again, just a, a lesson to know when it comes to what you're looking at, uh, comparing when you're comparing the different units and how to proceed do i want to go through with the special application do i want to go through with a regular application so those are the unit examples uh that i took a look at and i'm not uh recommending any of these units for anybody i just wanted to kind of cherry pick and show you some extreme examples of when is it beneficial to go through uh with wyoming what application to apply with so Sometimes it's going to be better to apply with the regular. Sometimes they're going to be equal. 
sometimes it's going to be better to apply with the special and it's going to depend again are you looking at drawing through phase one the preference points or are you looking at phase two with the random draw that's going to be totally dependent on your situation but i hope this helps everybody kind of understand the process when it comes to applying for wyoming especially considering it's such a unique state with the two different types of applications that you can choose to apply for um, again good luck to everybody hope you have a great day and we'll talk soon Thanks. Bye.